guys, and welcome to this week's episode of True Podcast. I'm your host, Drea. And I'm your host, Alex. And we have a very, very, very special episode today because mm-hmm. lo and behold, our guest is has been long anticipated as many of her <laughs> friends have been on here beforehand. But my sister, Danielle, is here in the studios with us today. <laughs> oh, studio. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, so Danielle yes. is um, obviously my older sister. She is a 31 year, what's that oh. stupid way that people say, like 31 years, <laughs> years young? Years young, ew, that's what like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what all like the there. old people say. No. Um, anyway, so yeah, she's my older sister. She works with me. She's the attendance clerk. Mm-hmm. So that is her little bio anything else you want to share with our pod listeners danielle oh um i mean i don't know you you literally just said everything i'm 31 and i work at uh, <laughs> the high school <laughs> um uh, capricorn i don't know that's that, what else do i say i feel like this isn't as like clear cut as like the other like guests that we've had on that you know have been in drea's circle because literally you're you're her sister and there's no more explanation that is needed other than that like other yeah people, it's like, like uh Courtney we have and the John same- are like this is how we're connected we know <laughs> each other for this many years you've known Drea since she was born i was birthed yep. into this world and then danielle was there <laughs> yep yep i was there first and then there you were so i've been there from the get-go <laughs> yeah so we have a fun episode ahead of us with some I think good probing questions for Danielle to answer um, but before we get there why don't we start with our week updates so Alex how was your week my week has been good I'm trying to think what's happened to me this week so here's the thing is that obviously it's no secret that I'm like a huge nerd right and you know, really into anime stuff and whatever. So like for this whole week, because when I got my Xbox from my brother, Mm -hmm. he was just like, yo, because I got him into anime too, which is Mm -hmm. just like the biggest win in my life. But he's just like, man, like on the Microsoft store and the Xbox, like they're having a huge anime sale, you know, until the rest of February. So So you bought everything? No. So (laughs) I was looking into what they had. And here's the thing is that, I mean, Dre knows this about me, but I'm not sure how many times I've said it. I only like watching the sub version of anime. Mm -hmm. I like the original Mm -hmm. Japanese versions, which are a lot harder to buy digitally. Mm -hmm. Like not as popular, especially with the popular stuff. So like he told me that the series I had him watch was, you know, for sale on the Microsoft store and like on sale as well. And it looked, and they only had five seasons of it in the original sub. And how many seasons are there? Uh, 25. Oh my God. Is this what, oh, wait, wow. what show is this? This is fairy tale. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's not actually, it's, it's eight seasons, but they sell it in two parts per season, basically. And then there's like this weird in-between one. But anyway, the point being is that there was tw- like 20 something things to buy and only five of them are available in the original sub. So many saddies for me. Mm. However, yesterday in a fit of desperation, I was like, because the <laughs> sale ended yesterday and I was just kind of like, I need to find a more workable solution because also it's kind of weird because I don't know if I want to commit to having an Xbox forever, which means that mm. since I'm an Apple slave, that'd be hard to watch <laughs> anything that I bought on the Microsoft store if I ever give up the Xbox, right? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, well, I need to find a better solution to this. And especially like I bought one movie actually 
mm-hmm. but then there's movies anywhere which like lets you combine all your libraries from different places but it only works on movies and not on tv shows so i'm just like well i can't buy any tv shows on here and it turns out that for like the less popular stuff or like the really new stuff apple has the sub versions of things and i'm just like all right take my money <laughs> you're like i can't get the xbox <laughs> right so that's what i was doing last night i was binge buying anime i'm just kind of like well i'm glad that i'm not really going out much right now because i actually have money to spend on that so that was a definite highlight for me i had like some pretty like mildly debilitating anxiety on saturday so about i was kind of like out of commission for the whole day <laughs> About what? Or do you not want to talk about it? No, it's nothing in particular. I just get like random days where I'm just kind of like, I can't function. I feel that. There was like literally a few days ago, Danielle was telling me how she was like having a pain in her chest. She's like, I don't know what this pain is. And I was like, oh, like, is it right here? Does it feel like this? She's like, yeah. I'm like, it's anxiety. I've had it. (laughs) She's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it just randomly happened. It went away. Yeah. Yeah. It goes like the next day on Sunday, I felt great. But Saturday, I was kind of like, I wasn't able to deal. Yeah. Well, Alex, at least you like rounded out your week with the whole like high note with anime there. Yes, I did. It was really superb. I'm very happy about it. And I also found, I found an online place to read manga that's not like straight up going to give me viruses. Oh, amazing. Because like to like find a free place to like read that sort of stuff, like it's almost certainly like you click on basically anything on the page and there's a pop up that just like infected malware basically. (laughs) So I found a place that's not like that. And I'm really excited about it because I'm able to read just like less popular things. But the thing is, is that I hate having to wait for things. I like to binge read and just like be done with the entire series. But a whole bunch of stuff I'm reading now is week to week or like month to month even like waiting for updates. I'm just kind of like, I can't do this. Just put me out of my misery. <laughs> you, know what that remi- you know what that reminds me of really fast? Like not that it's in any way like related to manga, but like I related to it in the sense I remember, fin- oh my God, like this is so cringy. But like, I remember finishing reading Eclipse oh, yeah. and having to wait for Breaking Dawn. Right, yeah. <laughs> and like dying. I remember I went to Target and bought it like the first day it came out. And I was like, I need to know. Right, exactly. I mean, the only solace <laughs> I'm getting right now is that I have two Amazon Kindle pre-orders that should be arriving in the next couple hours. So for whatever reason, if it's scheduled to come out on a certain day, it actually gets released at like 9 or 10 p.m. the day before. You are such a pre-order queen. Like, I feel like you're always telling me like, oh, I have this pre-order, I have this pre-order, I pre-ordered this Funko Pop. And it's like, oh my gosh. It's majority Funko Pops at this point. <laughs> but All yes, right. I'm pre-order queen. Anyway, let's move on from me because <laughs> my stuff is like boring. No, it's not. No. But Danielle, how was, uh, how was your week? Any exciting things you did? Not at all. I mean... I don't know how exciting your life can be in the middle of a pandemic. So, I mean, what was it? I've been addicted to Animal Crossing, as Alex knows, because we play together sometimes. Yes. Um, Just been working on that. (laughs) Been working on my Animal Crossing. I actually Um, have a question about Animal Crossing for you guys in a minute, but we'll get to there momentarily. Continue. Okay, so that's basically, like, Animal Crossing basically dominates my week, because I came a whole year late to that. So I feel like I have, like, so much of catching up to do. 
So I'm just like, oh, terraform this. So I just feel like I'm always just like fixing up my little island a little bit or giving my little islanders like cute little clothes to wear. So when I come back, I'm like, dang, you guys fresh. Here's um, the thing so is that Danielle and like your friends, like Leah and Paula and, you know, everyone. And I just recently went to Jen's island, I guess. Yeah. All of you have like designer islands. <laughs> like my island is like pretty chill and pretty cool but you guys are like fixing it up to look like designer islands that like people like feature online oh my god oh. I don't even know what this means Thank like you. obviously like I don't know I don't know anything about Animal Crossing but like I can buy into that idea like I can buy into the idea that like Danielle's is like so extra because of no. just knowing her as a person it's it looks great it really does oh thanks I've added more since since the last time I'm I add more, sure like, every you day. did <laughs> like every oh day I'm like knock this down and bring it back up so I don't know I've been mostly doing that that's what consumed my life um I was reading I've been watching WandaVision so that's been like consuming my life I read uh, Avengers Disassemble which is basically the story in like that WandaVision is about so it was great and I'm supposed to be reading House of M next so I got that for my birthday so it was a birthday gift that I got those two comics so I can like cheat and figure out what's gonna happen in the show oh my god so, oh no so knows that they're gonna switch from it but I'm I'm pretty happy about that um so yeah same thing I kind of had a chill nerd week that I didn't do much in so that, that's pretty much my week perfect that's well it. my week was pretty much the same I did nothing I watched WandaVision I had a quick uh comment I wanted to make on my theory of who the big character reveal will be in the finale this week. And I am honest to God, hoping, I don't necessarily think that this is the person, but I am honest to God, hoping that it is Magneto because that would just be so, and what, like, if I had to script this episode, I would have like Sir Ian McKellen, you know, Magneto from like our traditional X-Men that we know from Fox. I would have him come in because obviously Pietro from the X-Men from Fox has already been introduced and I would want like Ian McKellen to come in and be like save the day like my last hurrah with my kids and then ultimately like be killed like (laughs) you you want to kill him well because no I don't want you to explain anything to y'all because unlike you I don't want it to be ruined well it's not okay I'm not I'm not ruining it I'm just saying I as much, I would love that too. Like I would love that, but that's not at all how the story goes anyway. So no, obviously, I, think... I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like my ideal, if I could write it, my okay. scenario, I want Magneto come in. Do I necessarily think it's going to be him? No, it's obviously going to be Dr. Strange, but if it was Sir Ian McKellen, I think I would pass out. Well, in, in the house of M, which is after basically this whole thing happens when like Dr. Strange is supposed to come in, he's the one who's going to fix this. Apparently that's what it says. Yeah. Who knows if they diverge from that. But afterwards, she does create this like alternate universe where Magneto is like the ruler of the like of this new universe. So like in the next story, it's super X-Men based. It's super like Magneto's in it. And it's like it's actually really cool. I don't want to get into it because I don't even know how long this is. But like I wish that would happen. But I don't even know if they're gonna be- bring back the same X-Men anymore. Cause right. I mean, I don't know. Because That's- like what's what's your face? Agnes even said it was like fake Pietro. So I want to know what exactly his role is like is he from the other universe pietro is he actually canon fox universe pietro um because like the thing is like wanda never changes throughout the universe like wanda's the what's it called nexus mm-hmm. like being where she's like the same across all universes yeah so i mean i don't know i 
I'm I'm hoping it's a cool reveal. I hope it's more than Doctor Strange because I'm expecting Doctor Strange. If they give me someone else, I'd be super happy. But I'm also excited to see if Doctor Strange shows up. I mean, go ahead. I'll Alex. say that I'm behind definitely because I haven't had the motivation <laughs> to keep up really. Oh. Probably because it's a week to week release and yeah. I hate that. Oh my god! Listen, I'll just rather watch <laughs> when it's all out. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, I'm okay. fairly certain that it's going to be Doctor Strange because I'm pretty I mean, sure obviously. that that, I'm pretty sure that's how like it goes into the second Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why I was saying like it. It obviously is going to be Doctor Strange, but come on, just give me this. I think this is a multiverse oh. intro. Ugh. Yeah, anyway. I'd be really excited because this is how you get the mutants in it. Yeah, I mean, it's in I, a different universe. Yeah, that. But that's why I'm saying like that's why I would love for. Anyways, okay, you know what. I'm going to I think I don't want I don't want to I don't want to bring my help like my hopes up to get crushed so I'm just not even thinking they're gonna do that because I'm like no <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to be crushed I don't want to be like will they bring in mutants no I don't know let I hope girl, I don't know. let your girl dream okay I'll, I'm dreaming too so my last point that I have about my week was a quick comment on um my school so I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast but I Co- I assistant coach for the high school that I work at, um, the tennis team, because mm-hmm. obviously. And so we had our first like competitive, not league, but like match against another school this week, which was a big deal because we were the first school. We are the first sport school, doesn't matter what it is, in all of San Gabriel Valley to have a match in any sport. So it was like, they were making a big deal about it. Like our administration was just like, okay, we need to like map out like squares and put like seats and make sure everything is like COVID friendly. And we need to be on like our A game because we're going to have like the superintendent and all the district officials and like the media is going to come and it's going to be this huge thing. And they're like freaking out over it because it's going to be the first sport in all of San Gabriel Valley to like have a have a match. Right. And so I'm there like, oh, my God, this is stressful because one tennis is like a neglected sport to begin with. So we're not used to attention mm-hmm. Two, <laughs> like I don't want there's like, OK, there was like this whole other thing that was happening this week with like my job. And I I'm like not supposed to leave work to go coach like at the times that I've been leaving technically. So then I was just like, am I going to get in trouble because I'm down there coaching when I should be working? Like, it was like a whole thing. But ultimately, they put all this stress on us to like be a total flop because nobody came. Like the superintendent didn't come. None of the district officials came. There was no press that came. Like, and then on top of it, to top it all off, the other team that we played against, they had three girls total for the entire team. They brought three girls so we had to win one one match like one singles match to win the whole game wow (laughs) it was such like the biggest flop of the century so then it went from a lot of pressure to a little pressure yeah i mean it was fine but (laughs) it was just like wow i stressed myself out so much for nothing boo Okay, well, that concludes my week update, and I'm assuming your guys' week updates. And uh, before we move into our quick question for you guys, I wanted to point out, Alex, that you've mentioned previously in the podcast that you've recently been using pros. Yes. And I've got to say, your hair looks really nice. (laughs) It looks like it's growing a lot, which is another... I had also told Danielle when she jumped onto the Zoom call that like her hair looked freshly washed. 
And then like, why this happened? Yes. So I told Danielle that and I'm looking at you and I'm like, wow, your hair looks so cute. And then I look at my hair, which I actually did freshly wash and it looks like voodoo. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So we have a, um, a quick listener requested question, which was originally directed for Alex, but since Danielle is here on the podcast and it is relevant to her, let's get both of your guys's feedback here. So the question is, um, if there is one thing that you can add to animal crossing new horizons, what would it be? Whether it's a type of clothing or task or objective that can be incorporated Oh God, this question is so confusing. Whether it's a type of clothing or task objectives that can be incorporated that you might enjoy or think the game is missing. I know what I'd incorporate immediately. I'm like, then go for it. Let me, <laughs> let me digest. Let me, like, let me think about it. I'm like, I know because I always, I'm like, dang, why don't they let me put a rug outside? Oh. <laughs> I want to put a rug outside. That's so, why, why can't I put a rug outside? Why does it have to be in the house? Like they let me put, a design square rug on the floor. Let me put one of the rugs outside. It's not that hard. It's so a simple random. request. So <laughs> one thing that like made me really happy in our Animal Crossing group chat is when Paulette told me that I was like an Animal Crossing guru. Because oh. I actually have a response to what you you just said right there. <laughs> so like Because the stuff that I'm following and whatever, because I digest just a lot of news and theories and whatever about Animal Crossing. So the outdoor rugs is actually a game mechanic that was in past iterations of the game. So they're thinking <laughs> that that's something that's probably going to be added in a little bit later. Oh, it's, it's something good. that might come back. Maybe. Oh, good. So yeah, it's not something that's like totally unheard of because yeah, they've actually allowed you in past games to put rugs outside. Oh, wow. I mean, I've never had any past game and this is like the first couple months that I've ever had this game. So I'm just like, why can I do this? you're right though because it's super annoying to like take out your design app and like download designs to put on the ground and to take up space when you have all these like perfectly good rugs that you could just like put out there and they're like a ton prettier anyway and if I'm trying to like pick something up I just kick it and I ruin my piece of design I'm like oh my god absolutely so that's 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 one thing too this is dumb I don't think anyone online is ever asking for this but I want to write I want to ride the teacups. Why can't I ride oh, the teacups? Right, I yeah. Give us like a little, like at least like sit on it, swirl around. That's so cute. Why can't I ride it? So to give you oh a little bit God. more context, Andrea. So here's <laughs> what I'm talking what? about here. So, um, like a lot of the items that are in Animal Crossing, you're able to interact with in a certain like capacity. So okay. one thing that's available for purchase at every island, and there's different color like versions of this as well that are specific to the type of island that you're on, you can get a like teacup amusement ride that you can, you know, place out as an item. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that when you interact with it, you can't actually get on it and ride it. What you do is you turn it on and off. Oh, that's stupid. So like recently Danielle was on my island (laughs) trying to get on it. (laughs) No, doing some meteor shower (laughs) wishing. She was, she was wishing on shooting stars on my island. And I saw her running around and she turned off my teacups and I just left it like that. I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to turn it back on. <laughs> because the thing is, is that on top of like actually moving, it also like plays like Makes carnival sense. music. Mm. And I like, I had it on like basically the entire time that like I placed this item, but then I'm just kind of like, it's kind of nice not to have this music. <laughs> so I think I might just leave it off. 
for like one <laughs> moment of quiet. <laughs> yeah. Like the way, you can't interact with that item in the way that you'd probably want to. It's less fun because you can't write it. Mm-hmm. But I think just like the way of like how the camera angles are, that'd be kind of difficult to do anyway. It, mm. It's a dumb so I just, it's like a person, it's like a Danielle want. Right. Like, no, probably nobody cares. <laughs> okay, I get you though. I do, have, I do have one more. Like, I don't know. I'm like, yes, I This know has become I a Danielle question, it. not an Alex question. <laughs> I'm saving it all up, man. The last one. This is my last one. I don't know what I think about after this. Mm-hmm. I want to build a bridge on the second story without water. I wish I didn't need to build a bridge over water. I just Ugh. wish I could build a bridge on a second story. You were so Why? right. You were so right, <laughs> man. Because like recently oh. when I was terraforming, just like so I wouldn't have to like use a ladder to get to my secret beach. I just kind of like, wouldn't mm-hmm. it be so nice if I could just connect the, you know, valley here with a bridge? Mm-hmm. But no, I had to do inclines because the game is yep, lame. two you different only, inclines. You could only put a bridge over water in the game. That's dumb. It is dumb. It's a design flaw, I think. But anyway, so I do have some answers to mine. Okay. One of them is actually something that they just incorporated today into the game. So today, mm-hmm. all the Mario items went on sale because this month they're celebrating like the 20-something anniversary. I think it's the 25th anniversary of like some of Mario just in general mm-hmm. and um one thing that's really cool is that they've incorporated warp pipes oh, into that's the cool. game so you can buy two warp pipes and you could literally warp to different places on your island the only downside to it is that if you have more than two then it will start randomizing where you pop out at oh, okay. so like for now like I only ordered because this is the first day that they arrive and they arrive by mail the next day like it's not instantaneous that you have these items so I'll get mine tomorrow and I'm gonna put one right outside my house and put the other right outside of Nook's Cranny (laughs) it's like the walk from my house to Nook's Cranny is so obnoxious every day that is rather like because I have my house in like a picturesque little hill area so I have to like go down all these inclines and then like go not run through my gardens because you can your your flowers are toast if you run through them so I don't want to run through my garden so it just is a really annoying thing so I'm really glad that they created a teleporting mechanism for you because I'm really lazy I definitely do agree though on um the bridge situation the bridge situation for sure I do actually agree with the rug thing as well, although I'm not like, I'm fine without it, I guess, but I do agree that'd be nicer. There are other things that would be cool to add as far as like different shops on your island because like past games and stuff, like you're able to like have um, different NPCs like set up permanent like shops there. So like one of them is a a pigeon, I think called Brewster. Brewster. Oh yeah. The little cafe guy. Yeah, the coffee guy. So that would have been cool because I never played one of the games with Brewster in it. I think it would be nice if Crazy Reds was guaranteed to have at least one legit item. So Crazy Reds, Dre, for you, because you, I'm sure you don't know. No. He is a really shady fox who comes and visits your island every once in a while. Okay. And he'll sell art pieces. But the thing fake. is, yeah, he sells counterfeits wow so, like, you have to like 
there's like guides online that you could follow to like tell you which things are counterfeit and which things are real. But the thing is, it's that sometimes all of his stuff is fake. So he's like Nick from Zootopia, basically. Right. Kind of, yeah. Uh, so like, it's really annoying that if he hasn't been there for a while and then you go into, because he has a ship that he'll like park at your, your secret beach. And it's really annoying when you go onto his boat and everything is fake and you have to like, it's all time consuming too because like he has a certain spiel that he has to do and then you have to like be able to zoom in and out on the thing so it's time consuming to evaluate all these art pieces to see if they're real and then they're fake wow yep it's like bruh and then also um it would be nicer if the because you could also have golden tools Mm -hmm. on your island like after achieving certain things and one thing which I guess is good in the long run, but I'm just lazy, is that for the golden net and the golden fishing rod, you have to catch every single species of bug and fish that is available in game. So really, oh, wow. you ha- and, the, and the bugs and the fish are seasonal, mind you. So they're not available at Year all round. times of the year. So like, like for me, for example, I didn't play at all through the fall because I was lazy during that time. So that means the earliest I'll be able to get those achievements is next fall, which is good in the sense of like, it's good for the longevity of the game because then you're always playing and you know, there's not, it's not like you're missing anything forever. Like mm-hmm. you have a chance to get it next time around, but like the same goes for the, um, the star recipes as well. Like for the s- certain signs, like they give you certain constellation sign specific items that you can make out of like star stuff but if you're not playing during that month then you miss and that kind of stinks if i know one thing about you alex it's that you like to have full sets of collections yes i know that this is really irking you it is and actually i haven't really gotten a chance to play today that much but i'm really excited because like there's stuff from because i started playing the month it came out but like pretty late into that month so like any March specific bugs or fish, I would have missed out on. Mm-hmm. So now I could really start catching up on those because I'm, I'm within, I only have like, I'm only missing like 10 or 15 fish. Mm-hmm. Like I'm almost there. And then bugs is a little bit more, but yes, I'm a completionist when it comes to certain things. And this is one of them. So I'm just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So does that complete your guys' answer to that question? That sh- we'll just leave it there because or else we'll never get. To <laughs> we'll the never get here. to the actual podcast. I'm like, you know what else? No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, you off. I'm making an executive decision and cutting you off. Okay, <laughs> so let's move on to the bulk of this podcast, which is going to be. Um, I'm going to present little topic questions for my sister, and I want to see her take on them. So the first question that I have is in reference to the dynamic of a big sister little sister relationship. And so I'm always in the boat of feeling that I embody basically like the personality traits, characteristics of a big sister. And obviously like there's some things that don't necessarily like go with that. Like, you know, I do have little sister energy in like some respects, but overall I do feel like I embody a big sister. So I wanted to ask you, Danielle, like, do you agree or do you disagree and why? I disagree, but here's my, (laughs) here's my reasoning. I feel like you have like an old soul in a little sister body and I have a young soul in an older sister body. So I feel like I agree that you have a lot of maturity and a lot of stuff. 
and like you you just seem like an older soul and I'm just like wow and like I I would seem like I'd be someone more wayward and younger and stuff in a sense but I feel like those attributes are like our our little soul our little cores but I feel like outerly there's I just feel like I just feel like I'm always the older sister and I still feel like you have a lot of like little sister energy to me but like not in a bad way and not in a good way it's just like I feel like I think about us and I'm just like I'm just a young older sister and you're like a old soul younger sister if that makes sense yeah and so like to kind of exemplify your stance on this like saying how you still feel like I'm the younger sister you're the older sister do you have like some examples that you could share yeah I mean I feel like I just I was always like older or like on the older end so I feel like I was always like babysitting like you guys are being the older one in charge and it was like you and Ryan and like Sarah and it was just like I feel like I always was the one being like I don't want to play these games with you I don't want to play these Barbies with you and like I never had like this older person like oh I want to hang out with you can I go to parties with you or can I go to your like friend's birthday party like I never really had that because there was no older sibling to me like I was the oldest person in my vicinity so there's nothing to look up to for me there's just something to look down to like not down on you it's just like you're my little sister so you're tagging along and I have to tag you along and you don't really have that understanding of like I'm gonna go hang out with a friend but I'm this little kid's tagging along and killing my vibe and you know (laughs) but it's just like I'm I'm in fifth grade and I'm not even cool yet and I'm barely getting in and here's this little kindergartner coming with me. So I feel like a lot of these memories are just like, that's a big sister memory, you know? And like, you'd have the little sister memory to that. So it's like, I still feel like I'm the big sister because I have nothing other than feeling like I'm a young soul. Do I feel like I'm a little sister? Like, I don't need that. Oh, like, I don't know, like that younger sister stuff. I don't know that because I don't have anyone above me. Yeah. I mean, like, I totally agree with you in the sense of like those examples where like when we literally when we're younger and it's more pronounced um I feel like when I say I feel like I embody a lot of big sister energy I more talk about like current day but I totally agree with you like when we were kids I was like that I mean even in your wedding vows like I made a point to like point out how like I was the annoying little younger sister who was constantly like oh Paulette's having a birthday party I'm going you know like even though I'm in kindergarten and they're in first I mean fifth grade like ew nobody wants that bratty kid around (laughs) so like I totally agree there I feel like I mainly more talk about it now just because like like you said I am an old soul you're a young soul and so when it comes to like living as adults I feel like a lot of times like I'm just very like like get it together you know kind of a person um yeah I agree with you with the whole like um like lived younger memories yeah that's that's all I'm saying I'm just like I feel like you do have a more like maturity to you and like you resonate like maturity and I think I just don't really do that as much but I do feel like you're a mature little sister and I'm like a (laughs) mature older sister or like like even our gummy vitamins <laughs> or my gummy vitamins. Your, I'm like, like not ours, horse, your gummy vitamins. Your little horse trains. What? It's like that big, you know, grandma vitamin that you like. The horse pills, man. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm, hey, like, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be, uh, what's the word? Like all resourceful and taking just one vitamin. So it has to be a horse pill if I'm getting all my, oh my vitamins God. from one. And mine are two sweet, tasty gummy vitamins. <laughs> That's another thing that I definitely feel like is such like a, well, I mean, I guess, I don't know. 
chime in here guys is this really like a younger sister vibe to like sweets like I am very much like a bitter person like I don't like sweet things like I like bitter like non-flavored things and Danielle is always like "Mm, put in that sweetener Mm, give me more sugar well I feel like I can't really answer because I have no younger sisters right (laughs) and also my youngest sibling is my twin right (laughs) I'm just kind of like, well, I don't know. I, mean, I feel like, you know, it's just like anything else. Like, you can't really put any of, like, the human experience in a box that way. True. Like, and I could totally see what Danielle's saying in the sense of, like, even as you guys are older and just, like, adults now, and it doesn't necessarily, like, matter as far as, like, you probably are on a similar level maturity-wise and just, you know, life-wise and whatever. Yeah. But, like, you never stop being whatever station in life you're in with your family. Like my twin brother will always just be my twin brother. I can't, I can't think about a different dynamic for us. Like whether or not he is like the big brother type or if I'm the big sister type or whatever, just because this is just our dynamic and that's always how it's going to be. And like, even with my older brother, Mm. like I'm always just going to be his little sister. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like no matter what, like that's just going to be what our defined relationship is. Like I'm, just a little sister, whatever. For sure. All right. Well, no. let's move on to a hot topic here. So Danielle, I'm assuming, I think I'm pretty sure you did tell me that you listened to our podcast on parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in, yep. that po- in that podcast, I had mentioned something that was one of my biggest regrets. And I don't know if you like recall or paid attention to it, but it was that I wished that mom and dad, regardless of how much you fought and didn't want to go, would have forced you to travel with us when we went on my tennis trips. And my reasoning for that being is that like my trips for soccer, which you didn't want to go to, but now we always talk about like the birds that had diarrhea or like dad calling us dingy kids. And I feel like we have a lot of memories from that. And I wish that we would have had those memories like that I have with mom and dad, but I wish you were there too. Would you say that you kind of agree with that? Or do you just kind of like, you're like, nope, it was better the way it was. Oh, all right. So I, I feel like this topic is like, it's like scratches the surface of a, like a really big topic for me. Cause I feel like the answer is no, I don't agree at all. Um, I think if I went, it would have been worse. I think honestly, it's better that I never went. Um, and I think a lot of that, cause I feel like I understand where you're coming from having like, oh, well, she wasn't there to enjoy all this from us. Like it's coming from a good place. <laughs> I think you need to really like understand underneath all that. Like I specifically did not want to go because, you know, I already knew like if I went at the time, me and mom and dad were not on simpatico. (laughs) We weren't good. And I, the idea of being trapped in a hotel room with my mom and my dad, and it's just, I'm, something's going to trigger me and I'm going to be upset and there's nowhere for me to go. And I don't like why I'm here. And I just felt like the anxiety of the thought of being stuck there freaked me out so I was like no even if they forced me I would have not gone you know so I feel like to understand it instead of forcing like me to go there like I wish they would have actually noticed warning signs with me and sent me to therapy and actually taken care of the real problem which was like I'm having physical trauma and I don't know how to deal with that you know and like I know we're getting way too true on this podcast but to really understand why I wasn't there it's because i didn't know what I was dealing with, you know, and my childhood's not great. And it's not that fun. And I was left alone a lot. But at the same time, like, I didn't know what else to do. (laughs) So I mean, 
I feel like the surface level on any normal kid's relationship, I think sending me and forcing me to be with the family would sound correct, but that's not understanding why I didn't want to be with the family. If that makes sense. You know, like I couldn't be with the family at the time. No. Yeah. I agree with you. And prior to coming onto this podcast, I was actually talking to mom and dad uh, via FaceTime. And I was telling, I was mentioning to them that like, you were going to be on the podcast and they're like, Oh, like, what are you going to talk about? And I was just mentioning a few things and I had mentioned this topic to them and we got into a big conversation about how they were just like, there's no way we would have forced her to do it because it, exactly what you're saying, they're just like, it would have been tremendously worse. You would have hated yeah. it. You wouldn't have even yeah. had good memories, like things like yeah. that. And I was like, I mean, that's fair. Like, obviously I'm coming at it from my perspective, which is obviously not your perspective. And I'm just like, I wanted you to enjoy it with me, but if you weren't enjoying it, like, what's the point, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to just like see two different polarizing views. And also I had also, I had mentioned to them too, because obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, and raising a child is no easy feat. Mm-hmm. And so we were, we were like all saying the exact same thing you were saying. Like the real thing is we should like mom and dad should have gotten you therapy at a younger age, but yeah. hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. And that's like, I, like, obviously I've gone to therapy now. So that's helped me a lot, <laughs> but like I had to take, like put myself into therapy as an adult woman that finally got to understand like what I was dealing with. So at the time, like it was frustrating and it was hard. And I know I was like, not, and that's what sucks because I feel like a lot of my childhood was just taken from me. And I feel like that just, you know, spread onto you. Cause you felt like I was absent in your life. And I'm just like, I was absent in my own life. Cause talking to my therapist, I also dissociated a lot. So like the other day when you're like, oh, like that basketball court that we used to go to, I have no memory at all. And the problem is because I constantly was dissociating from my life, most of my childhoods, honestly, like, I feel like I look at it and it's like a screen and it's just like scribbled out black. Like, I don't know. Like there's so many memories I don't remember because I was dissociating for years and years and years. So I feel like looking back at my childhood, it's not fun, but it has, it's, it has so much more like layers as to why it ended up being the way it was and why I didn't want to be around. And it's just, it's kind of sad, but at the same time, I'm not here for like a pity party. It's just like, that's just kind of why it was. And I wasn't around because of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So forcing me to be there would have been traumatic. And I, and I think I knew that as a kid also. So I'm like, if I go there, we're going to get into a fight. Cause you remember, like we weren't good. Like we would fight all the time. And it's because I don't know how to deal with my own issues and I'm getting anxiety. Cause I don't know how to deal with this. And I don't want to bring stuff up and they're poking at something. And it's, it's really hard being like that and growing up and feeling like besides my own trauma, like I felt very different from the family. And I'm like, I you don't, you don't understand me on on the basic level so on top of that you're not going to understand even more so what's the point you know I'm just going to go there to be berated to get you know in trouble and then I'm going to fight them and I'm going to start crying and then you're going to have a horrible time and then you're not going to focus on your match and then you're not going to so like in my head the idea of being trapped in a hotel room with you guys and like I'm like I'm just I don't want to be there none of it makes me want to be there because why why should Mm -hmm. I be there like there's there's nothing and like even though like they made it fun for you And that's good. And that's why I was like, I want you to have a good time. I want you to have your match and you have your parents and you have everything. So I don't need that because I'm going to ruin it. So I feel like that's how I felt. And obviously I feel like I just ended up clinging on to my friends. That's why I have friends forever because I was so love starved. I just needed to grab onto someone that chose to like me. And I'm like, oh, my friends like me. So 
I just, you know, ended up becoming very codependent on friendships more than family. Yeah. And like, I feel like obviously you and I have talked about this recently and how there was like a lot of miscommunication that happened as children where, you know, you felt like, you know, you were kind of that outsider and like, you know, we didn't like you because you weren't liking the things that we liked and like things like that. And like, I feel like that's ultimately where my comment on this all stemmed from because like as an adult I'm like man I feel like we missed out on so much opportunity to be more of a family because now we're at that point of like better communication like understanding each other and so I think back like with the lens of what we are now and not so much with the lens of who we were then if that makes sense um I mean yeah I mean if I mean if you take out a big factor of my life we could have been a better family you know, is what I'm saying, but you, you know, you could have, would have, should have, but at this point, like no, that no, was no, our I'm, childhood. No, I'm saying like, I'm not saying like taking out a factor of your life. I'm saying like, I guess like if we were who we are today with like our communication patterns now and understanding each other now, like, I feel like if we went on a trip, you know, I had a tournament, you know, mom and dad's taking me to Palm Springs. We could be like, Danielle, come with us oh. and we would have a good time. Oh yeah. Well now. Yeah. yeah that, then, that's, my point. that's my point is that I'm looking at it through the lens of today's relationships and not so much through the lens of when we were kids relationships you know what I mean yeah I mean that's what but that's what I'm saying like now like that we've worked through it and I've gone to therapy and we've all like grown up and like understood like life outside of like our own like life Mm -hmm. I think yeah we can interact better and we have a fine like relationship but it's like when I look back I'm like I don't know what else I could have done to like have fixed my like childhood you know, yeah. like that's, it's like set in stone. It's a trap. It's like, well, sucks that that's how it was. And yeah, I missed out on things, but I'm like, that's just the way it had to be. I mean, it's you know, so no, like, experience. like now yeah. if we ever have children, you know, like you see warning signs, get them therapy kids. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that, also, that also goes in hand with like the normalization in more recent years of mental health. Yeah. Which is like a yeah. whole other topic. Yeah. And I mean, I think mental health was just not really thought about or talked about in our house and I had no idea that I even dealt with anything like I knew I dealt with depression which was like somehow enough for me to know but I don't know what anxiety was I didn't know what panic attacks were I didn't know what disassociation was like I didn't know any of that stuff and I was doing like I had insomnia for years like I didn't know I was going through all that I was like dang yeah so get your kids checked people okay uh the next question I have is about uh the arts Danielle so I know you're a lover of the arts There's a long running joke amongst our family, my friends, and even the podcast listeners at this point, where no matter how hard I put my soul and my energy and my focus into any artwork that I ever create, I'm always literally just a bag of poo-poo when it comes in comparison to your art. So my question for you is, what are your favorite mediums to use when doing artwork? Well, wait, I want to say... Like you're not bad at art. You're really good. Don't and like, don't 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 wait wait no, a no, second, no. y'all. Because you both are amazing artists. You both are such amazing artists. Like to hear Drea say that she's like the little <laughs> next to you. I'm just kind of like, what am I then? Where do I live in this spectrum? Because like we've done a paint night together, and Danielle's is like the dopest thing I've ever seen. Like amazing. Dre's is still good and then mine is kind of like can I just like throw this in the trash can <laughs> no at least it was in Paulette's <laughs> <laughs> sorry Paulette what's happening 
<laughs> no, no. Okay. What I think though is like you're really good at detail oriented art media like art things like when it comes to like making your journals or doing something that's very detail oriented you blow me away like I could never focus enough time in my life to put that kind of detailed minutiae together like you're really good like if you look at it like with a microscope like it's like perfect I don't know so I feel like you are able to achieve this like detail perfection on the art stuff that you do and that's just not at all what I can do so I feel like you're looking at the wrong stuff because you're really good at something that I can't do. And you always tell me that too. Like if you only took two more seconds to just straighten this line. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so that's why I'm like, I feel like if you're thinking of like traditional art and like painting and I feel like I'm just good at it because I, I have this like weird, like who cares eclectic, like, I don't know, like style maybe. And maybe that works and it's more aesthetically pleasing in that form and that format I guess but for you like the formats that you do your art in are like it looks much better when you do it than if I try to do it in that format does that make sense I think yeah that does make sense like a lot of sense and I feel like you have mentioned this to me before and I've kind of just like thrown it out of my brain because I'm like no I'm awful I suck that but um (laughs) but to your point I think that actually really coincides with our personalities like, I feel like I'm a very, like, type A type of person, and you're, like, not. Like, you're, like, very, like, free and, like, you know, airy and just kind of, like, this, like, creative soul. Whereas, you're right, like, if I see a picture and I'm copying this picture, like, ident- like I could do it identically. But I can't think up the picture on my own, whereas mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like we have our strengths. And if you're just looking at my strengths, you're completely like negating that you have strengths that I don't have, you know, but Mm -hmm. going back to my favorite medium, um, digital is my favorite medium because it is so forgiving. It is so nice to you. You can do so much with digital, but yeah, like I feel like digital art is super easy and it's really like fun and, you know, you could take it anywhere versatile. If you make a mistake, no biggie, just erase it. If you make an eye that's perfect, copy it, paste it, like it helps you so much. So I feel like digital art is so forgiving and so fun and just like my favorite art form. I feel like I succeed and I like excel in digital art. Um, mostly on my iPad, like so procreate is like my favorite uh, medium or I guess I used to use Photoshop. So that one's fine if you have like a tablet, but procreate is my favorite um, app. But I think the fun one, like when we have like wine nights, like I feel like you can't have your app and be like, I'm uh-huh. doing it over here. Like it's not as fun. So I feel like fun wise and like actually like technically awesome to look at is like um, acrylic I like acrylic also but I'm not as good at acrylic so I feel like I, I get scared more because I'm like what I messed it up like you saw Paulette it was just melting for me <laughs> so and she was like and like Brian the time before like he put too much water or too much stuff so it's like I feel like with acrylic if you kind of don't know what you're doing or you're a little too tipsy like you're, you're kind of just screwed for the rest of the day and just like you can let it dry and come back to it but I feel like in the moment, if it's not good, it's not good versus like digital, you can just erase it. You can undo it. You can redo it. If you don't like it, just, just like easier. So I guess it just depends on what I'm like looking for. Yeah. But those are my favorite. And that's like all I know. So yeah, (laughs) I don't know any other mediums. I feel like this is a quick side note, but I feel like the past like four episodes we've had, we keep on 
referencing and name dropping Paulette. No, <laughs> like teasing no. her about different things. Like, oh my god, we have to have Paulette on the pod and like have her like defend well, herself. At least have you like, talked about so at least two or three of those times <laughs> have been the toilet baby comment. So oh god, like, god. we keep bringing up it's kind of, we keep bringing up the same thing about her. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Paulette. Oh my god. Sorry, Paulette. Did, did, have you like gone into how you met Paulette? That's like my favorite story. You know, I actually if you, ha- if you have her on, that's the one that you need to talk about. I'm gonna that's, have to have her, her on. Story. We're definitely gonna have because me and I feel like Paulette and I have like a lot of a lot of good stories. Like just because for whatever reason, like the weirdest thing, I feel like I have my best stories with John and with Paulette. And I feel like both John and Paul are good storytellers. So definitely when we have it on the pod, it's going to be, it's going to be an episode, but anyways, sorry. Um, I do have one more question in relation to the arts and this is more of like a serious question in a way. Uh, what's your opinion on the defunding and cutbacks of art programs in public schools? I mean, um, I don't really have a huge opinion. It's just more of like, that's a that's sad and it sucks that public school is just constantly it doesn't matter if it's art or whatever the program is like in the arts I guess is always cut and like schools don't really like put money in art or arts in any form really um, unless you go to a nicer nicer school and even then so I feel like it's unfortunate that art kind of gets looked over but I mean I never took art classes like I took intro to art in like senior year and that's the most I've ever taken of art so I mean, if you really like art, you can find ways to like still do art without school teaching you how to do art. I mean, I wish it was more accessible. I wish they didn't cut that program as much. Like I wish there was more funding in general, to, like to the schools. Um, so it sucks that they constantly are cutting cutting things out all the time. Um, but I, I love art and I've never really taken it. Obviously, you know, like I've never really been in art classes. Like it just, it's just something I picked up, which also makes me like nervous. And I guess why I get like self-conscious with my art because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like, like just painting something and I don't know technique I don't know if this is correct or not and whatever maybe I should have had maybe if they didn't cut all these classes like <laughs> maybe if there weren't the cutbacks <laughs> so I mean like I don't know I wish I could have taken more classes in art but I'm also really lazy <laughs> so I'm like I, I guess in high school would have been great to like push myself more if there was more options in art than just like two classes but I mean I took one, so I, I halfway was there. So now, what do you, didn't you take art in class? In uh, yeah. So I, when I was in elementary school and Alex, I want to hear your take on this because Alex went to a private school. So maybe she had a different experience. Um, but when I was in elementary school, we did still have band. Mm-hmm. So like we had a band class in elementary school and that's where like I learned to play flute. And obviously I didn't follow through with that, but like, I remember really enjoying it. Like it was a really good experience for me and mom always like bags on me for this because she's like I had a drive to Corona to buy you a flute and you just played it <laughs> one year but I'm just like, oh, like <laughs> I feel like it was really like beneficial like I liked it but then in high school like I took art and ceramics both my senior year because like I on like on course with my life I lo- front loaded all of my hard classes so my senior year I was taking like only fun classes So I took art and ceramics in that same year and I feel like it was some of my favorite classes and it makes me sad that it's not like a constant requirement like as you're growing up you know what I mean like I feel like it should be a standard to be having to take an art class you know just as it is like you have to take a math you have to take an English whatever whatever I feel like you should have to take more than just one art class I don't know that'd be cool Alex Alex, what's your what's your take on it coming from private school oh 
as you can imagine from a private school, things worked a little bit differently there. So actually, I think from about, because I, I don't re recall doing this in kindergarten, but I think from like first grade all the way until the end of middle school, so the end of eighth grade, art classes were mandatory for everyone. Oh, so interesting. Everyone took art for first grade until eighth grade. No choice in the matter. You So you always did whatever art project, you know, the art teacher had you do some like really light ceramics and stuff. In elementary school? Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, to me, like it's kind of, I guess the culture shock of it, right? Cause like to me, it was like so normal. Like, you know, my older brother like had an art class where he had to, you know, make a ceramic penguin. And then a couple years later, guess who had to make the ceramic penguin? Me and Aww. my twin brother. <laughs> That's so, so all cute. these like really reject penguins, by the way. <laughs> You're just floating around your house. <laughs> I think that one is actually in the other in my office right now because my office is my older brother's room from you know when we were a certain age until he moved out. Uh-huh. So I think that it's actually in there still. Amazing. Um, so yeah, from that whole time and like we did like one really cool art project that we work on in like seventh or eighth grade was like actually like stencil drawing. Like, so, so kind of like really like light, um, like the pre silk screen stuff, because we actually did do silk screen stuff in high school. Oh my well, gosh, what kind I, of experience do you have? Anyway, so before we get to high school, so yeah, the mandatory art classes for everyone. And then you can do, you had to do music classes as well, actually, up until middle school, you did music class. So and, in addition to art, you also had music. Mm hmm. And that ended with fifth grade, I think. Fifth grade is the last time you had to take a mandatory music class, I believe. And that one is like when you learned how to play recorder, you know, every parent's nightmare. Danielle played recorder, I think, right? Yeah, they taught us that in like first grade. Oh, I didn't, I oh. never learned recorder. Yeah, yeah, so we, yeah, they made you. We all had recorders in fifth grade and that was like a nightmare for everyone. But anyway, um, <laughs> and then fifth grade is when you could start doing band as an elective. So I played three years of clarinet from fifth grade until eighth grade. And then once you get into high, cause I went to, I don't know if Danielle knows this, but I went to a school that was pre-K through 12th grade actually. So I went there oh, wow. for literally <laughs> all of my life, all of like my, you know, pre-college life, I was at the same school. So that's, you know, how it was then. And then in high school, all the arts and like music stuff were like electives. So only if you wanted to take it. Um, I discontinued doing band, which I kind of regret, actually. I would have liked to, because, like, my my twin brother, actually, he went all the way through high school playing the trumpet, and I I think that's an experience that I missed, mm. or at least I wish I did more than that, because, like, I should have done choir, too. Like, I don't know why I didn't. Mm -hmm. I think I just didn't want to do too much at one time, because I was doing cheerleading as well. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you could do band if you wanted to. You could do choir, chamber singers, and whatever. The I did a my first year of high school. I did art, just like the regular like art class or whatever, like art one or whatever. And that was really fun. That's when we get to do some of like the screen printing stuff. So like I have like my art portfolio actually in my closet right now from high school. That, you you know, just, art portfolio? What? This is like blowing my mind. Not like, not a portfolio. Not let me just. Let me just give you an image of what my art class was like. He cut manila folders and gave them to us as our canvases to paint on. So <laughs> if I had a portfolio, it would just be a manila folders cut in half. 
Yeah, so like we <laughs> oh my god, we did a whole bunch of different stuff. Like I really liked um like as far as like art mediums go, like I really liked doing um like working with pastel, like pastel the not like crayons, but you know like the sticks, the pastel yeah. sticks. Those are really fun. It's like the acrylic of you know that sort of medium where like you could layer on like colors really well and they blend really well together so like that was really cool I didn't like doing watercolor painting that much that was just always kind of obnoxious to me Hmm. um yeah I have like a sketchbook full of stuff from like high school and stuff that we had to do like for assignments and whatever um and then my senior year maybe I took a formal ceramics class, which was whatever. I mean, I didn't get anything too great out of it. I actually think I tossed all that stuff. I don't think I kept any of it. I'm trying to look around my room because recently I did spring cleaning on my room back, you know, in December. And I got rid of, yeah, I got rid of some of that stuff. Um, Yeah, I mean, it was really fun. And I think that I'm obviously tried to be an artistic sort of person, although it is definitely not the quality of your guys's, which, you know, hey, here's the thing, right, is that you guys didn't take as many formal art classes as I did. But you guys are leagues ahead of me. I wouldn't say leagues. Maybe Danielle's leagues, but... I wouldn't say I'm leagues ahead of you, but that is a really interesting thing. I'm glad I asked this, Alex, because this was really mind blowing for two people that went through the public school system like the entire way. Like that is that would have been my dream, like to have a mandatory yeah. art class every year. That would have been my dream. It was my favorite subject for sure. Like I always was very art inclined, so that was something that I really enjoyed growing up. And you know, that's I think like the whole thing about you know. Well, my parents wanted to prioritize the Christian education, which is why I was there 100%. Mm. It's the only reason why I was there mm. is to prioritize that part of my education. But I think, you know, it really helped in the sense of being like, you know, not to say that people in who grew up in public schools aren't well-rounded because that's absolutely not true. But I think mm. that it gives you like a natural sort of, you know, inclination to be a little bit more well-rounded just because the opportunity to like do art every year. And then there was so much opportunity for music because you literally took music classes which is mostly like as a kid, like just singing or whatever, learning how to read music in a really basic way and stuff. But but it's it was like really flexing, cool. flexing different intelligences. Right. That's really cool. Thanks, Alex. Okay. Um, okay, this I have a really, this is like a quick question. And this is going to be our last question before we do a really quick game and then conclude the podcast. Um, but Danielle, so here on the podcast, we have very often talked about our different stances in terms of the supernatural, me being an extreme believer and Alex being a skeptic. Uh, what would you say your stance is and why? Um, I think I fall in this weird middle where I'm personally super, super skeptical about everything and nothing's ever happened. And I, I am upset that things have never happened to me. I think that's why I'm like upset because I'm like, ah, oh, I love to like ghost time. I'm like, if someone was like, oh yeah, that place is haunted, I'd be like, where? Like I, I wanted to see stuff. I don't know. I always was like interested in that, but I feel like I, I feel like I believe that it can happen and that it there's a possibility that things are existing in this that I can't see. And that's the thing. I feel like some people might have like a clairvoyancy to them that can like interact or feel a different presence or maybe feel that that other people can't. And I feel like I'm that person that can't. So I feel like I just have to be skeptical because I have no proof that something really happens. And I don't really think that that happens to me too much. I mean, I have like one ghost story in my whole life, but I'm like, I don't even know. Cause I feel like I also just don't remember anything substantial happening to me. So I'm like that weird. Like I don't not believe that things are possible, but I also don't think that they would happen to me. I don't think I'm that person that can see it if it did. 
can you share your one ghost story that you have? <sighs> okay. My only little ghost story, which is like the weirdest thing that ever happened to me, but I don't know. I don't even know if it's real. Like memories can distort. I don't know. Memories could become something. And I feel like, is it real? I don't know. But I remember being a kid, we were at my house, we were having a sleepover with my cousin and we were playing and my sister Andrea was like on the floor sleeping and me and Gabby were on the, the bed or I don't know. And then the light turned on outside the door and I hear like my mom or like a mom talking to a little girl, which I think is my mom and my sister. And she's like, oh, mommy, I can't sleep. And then like the mom was like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll take you to bed or something like that, like comforting her. And I just remember being like, what? When did, when did Andrea get outside? Why is she out there? When, what the heck? And then I looked down and Andrea was just right there. And then the light was off and that was that. And it was just the really weird thing that I never knew what happened. My, my therapist thinks that that was me in another life that just projected itself into my house because me and Andrea's therapist people think that our house was like a hotbed for spirits mm-hmm. and like energies. So, I mean, maybe that was something. Cause I don't know that I have no explanation for what that was in my mind. And I'm not somebody that like believes that that's even real. Who knows if I made that up? I don't know. I don't know what that was, but that's my, uh, my only real ghost story that I have no explanation for. I love how, as you were saying that, and you said like memories can distort, Alex was like, yep, yep. I'm so with <laughs> well, you. And I'm, and I'm here being like, no, it was, it happened. <laughs> that's the thing though, right? Memories actually can distort. I'm not saying that it's not something that you experience, but yeah, you can distort your own memories, especially mm-hmm. from like, you know, when you're that young. Like yeah. it's what yeah. your perception is not necessarily what reality was but when we're exactly. younger we have but when we're younger we have more clairvoyance like we're more open to these things happening so like when we're an adult True. that's when we're just like wait am I imagining it am I thinking it differently like as an adult I'm looking at it and I don't feel like that's right even though when we're younger we have more clear and sound minds to that realm see that's what I mean it could be either one like I don't know like I feel like it's I don't believe I don't know I don't know I feel like I, I, I don't have enough evidence on either side to be concrete that it doesn't exist at all versus that it does. Like, I don't have enough evidence on either side. Spoken like a true agnostic person that I am very, very agnostic. And I feel like that's how I believe my whole life is. I'm like, I can't say that it is. And I can't say that it isn't because I just don't know. And maybe, and maybe, I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So that concludes our questions for Danielle, our guest. And it's going to bring us into a really quick trivia game of who knows me better, my best friend, Alex, or my sister, Danielle. So if you guys can be Alex, your little Danielle. See, okay. Here's the thing, guys. I, I only got like 10 questions are really quick. And every question I feel like is fair game for both of you. It's not like a question about like, oh, when I was three years old, like, you know, or like when I was in college, this one specific day, you know, like they're, I feel like I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to choke. Really? I just really feel Ah. like I'm going to choke. Imagine you just don't know anything about me. This is like, Alex is like, uh, I don't actually pay attention to you as a person. Okay. Okay. Get your little, uh, get your little pads ready and then write down the answer. And then when I say one, two, three, you could show it that way. Neither of you guys are like influencing each other. Okay. Okay. The first question I have, what bones have I broken in my body? I can only think of one because it's like one of my most favorite stories. (laughs) Okay. I got it. Okay. Do we show each other? I'm going to count and then you show it. Okay. One on the count on like, when I get to one, I'm going to start at three. Okay. Three. Two. I feel one. like I wrote this too small. Yes. 
Danielle, you get extra points because you're very specifically correct. So I have broken my arm. Alex, you know that when I played soccer, remember? I told you this story. I'm sure that you did. I broke my arm, yes, when I was playing soccer. But Alex, yes, (laughs) very specifically, my foot piece, Danielle, broke off while I was walking. And if that sounds ridiculous, it's because it is ridiculous. What it sounds like. Literally, you just walked. You just walked. Literally. Yes. So (laughs) very good. Very good. Point to Danielle there because she got the arm. Okay. This is an easy one, or it should be an easy one. What is the date of my wedding? (laughs) Including the year as well. Yes. Full date. You guys are punks. You're both in the wedding. Wait. <laughs> Just wait. Let's answer. I'm ready. Okay, ready? Oh, God. Three, yeah. two, one. <laughs> oh, no. Alex got it right. Danielle, you're a day off. Dang it. I was like, oh, I don't, I know it was like really close. I was like, I can't remember if it was like yeah. 15, but. Dang, I'm so close. I was just thinking about the other day. I'm just kind of like, what year did Drea get married? Because like the past, I feel like four or five years have been basically blur to me. Uh Like I'm just like, who am I? What? (laughs) What? When am I? I don't even know. So like, I feel like it has to have been. Now it's like marking, you know, time as like when COVID happened. So I'm just kind of like, it wasn't 2019 because that was too close to COVID. (laughs) Had to be 2018. literally true yeah that's, yeah, that's how it. I that's how I thought of it too mine was like what was a year after my wedding so that's how I figured it I know your wedding 11 17 17 okay but 11 17 is my favorite day since I was like young so that's always the day that I get with a boy too so I'm just like 11 17 is my favorite day I don't know that's well, always I, like happening I was trying <laughs> to do 15 but the price difference between doing a Saturday and a Sunday was so insurmountable that I had to do the 16. I know that now. And that's why that's why I'm like, it was the 15th. I know you like that number, but I forgot that it was the 15 was a Saturday. And that would have been like, at least I knew, at least I knew what you wanted. You're right. Your original date, but point for Alex. (laughs) Yay. I got, I have points on the board guys. (laughs) Okay. So this next one is kind of an easy giveaway for Danielle only because we just talked about it today. But Alex, I feel like you can get it too because it's a really easy answer when you think about it. Okay, so the question is, who was my first significant celebrity crush? Okay, I feel like, okay, (laughs) I'm just going to throw something out there because I feel like this is what you told me before even though I don't feel like it counts in the way that you say but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw it out okay I want to see who you come up with okay ready three two one. Oh my god Alex <laughs> what what is hers I can't see her Quicksilver <laughs> were you obsessed I was obsessed and that's a very fair um point the only reason that's not right, Alex, is because I said celebrity and I was That's obsessed. why I said that I'm just like, I don't feel like this is right. I was obsessed with the cartoon Quicksilver. Yeah. Because the character, like the actor Scott. Quicksilver, well, yeah, I mean, that's a whole podcast. We talked about that. I talked oh. about how I was obsessed with Scott too. But um, <laughs> but celebrity, like my first celebrity crush was Hugh Jackman. Well, that's fair. Yeah, but you were you were right, Alex, in the sense that he was one of my first cartoon crushes. Right, because I feel like we had talked about that even recently. Yeah, you you are right there in in the t- in the sense of cartoon crushes, which is another topic that Danielle and me were literally talking about today. Also, <laughs> I have like an issue with cartoon crushes. Okay, the next one I have. 
what was my first choice of college that I wanted to go to? Uh, I feel like I need to kick myself for this one later. Uh, yeah, I know you know this one, Alex, but I don't know if you like wrote it down. I'm we've sure ta- that we've if, talked about this. If it's wrong, you're going to say what it is. I'm just going to be like, um. yeah. All right, ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Yeah, you're both right. Yay! Oh, yay! Unfortunately, it's like I feel like it was Redlands. <laughs> I wanted to go to Redlands. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dad's alma mater. Dad's alma mater. That's literally like the reason I wanted to go because I was such a loser. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I was like, my dad went there. I have to go. Well, okay. guess what? You, we literally wouldn't be here right now. If that You're right. <laughs> You're 100 right. If I didn't go to Laverne, we would not be here. Okay. Next question. What job did I originally want to have when I entered college? Career, I should say. Like, what career did I want to have when I entered college? You know this, Alex. We've talked about it on the podcast. I'm sure that I do. I just know what your major was. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. I mean, I'm not sure that I spelled it right, but here we go. Okay, three. Same. Oh, maybe the same thing. Two, one. Yes, you both. I think Alex did smell right. Yeah, you definitely did not smell right. I did, and I knew it. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm so bad at spelling. I, that's just something I can't handle. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what letters come next. So here you go. <laughs> You're like, Thank God for autocorrect. Autocorrect yeah, right? literally just fixes my life. So I'm just super hyper dependent on it. That I'm like, oh, yeah. my phone is recording. I can't check this. Whatever. Don't oh look at my, my bad writing. You're fine, but yes, you're both right. It was an optometrist. Ew. Okay, this next one, I will accept two answers. What is my favorite Disney movie? I will accept two answers because I can't really choose between these two. You know what's crazy right now? is like, I'm trying to think of them and I'm just like, no, this sounds like too much of what Danielle likes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear hear afterwards what you're thinking. (laughs) I'm ready. No, I'm I'm not ready. (laughs) I was like, wait. (laughs) wait i wrote down two also i'm like i think it's both in the great wide world of disney movies really i mean yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not shy. i think i think i'm confident in my i'm not shy about these movies i always say like these are my favorite movies lord help me i'm just gonna write down a random one because like literally just don't even know although i feel like I th- when we say it you're gonna be like oh i think i did know that at least one of them because i i feel like i talk about one of them more so than the other Okay, let's do this. All right, I'm, three. I'm thinking too much about classics, I think. There, okay, three, two, one. Um, oh, Alex, that's a really good guess. Alex guessed Robin Hood. That's my dad's favorite movie, actually. And Danielle, you got one of them right. So Jungle Book, although it is one of my all-time favorites, <gasps> it isn't my favorite because I just Tarzan feel like I, is. Tarzan is. The other one was Hercules. Oh really? I love Hercules. I love. I didn't know that. I mean, I know you love Hercules. I just didn't know that that was your favorite. Okay, well, I do Tarzan. I'm gratified to hear though that uh, Jungle Book actually isn't one because I'm just like I don't think it would be Jungle Book because you call yourself Mowgli. (laughs) (laughs) I like Jungle Book uh, for the reason that I identify a lot with the main character, Um, but it, it isn't one of my favorites. I would have to say that like Her- Hercules and Tarzan for sure like are my go-to if I ever want to watch a Disney movie I just throw those on okay so from here on out I feel like these are a little bit challenging but you can get them still what year did I graduate from Concordia University Ooh. wait hold on <laughs> like I have to do some backtracking 
This is a complete guess. I was going to say, what year did I graduate from ULV? But I'm like, that would have been too easy for Alex. Yes. I would have been like, (laughs) (laughs) point for me. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I got it right, but yeah. Three, two, one. Alex got it right. It's 2017. So I'm just kind of like, I figured that the program had to have been two years and you graduated a year before me. The pro- Actually, mm. that's a funny point you said, Alex, because the program was one year, but I started late because I went to San Diego for like a little bit because I was going to go to Arizona. That's, that's what got like, me messed up. I feel like the San Diego time was like the lost time for me. It was the lost time. I'm just like, I don't really have a a ton of memory from when you were like living in In San Diego. Diego, Yeah. I mean, like either way, you got to the right answer. (laughs) Right. Okay. The next one, this is a fun one. Which of these states have I not visited? And I'm going to list them. So get ready. Listen up. Michigan, South Carolina, Virginia, Arizona, or Florida. I know one for sure that you did. Because <laughs> it only comes up all the time. <laughs> Always talk about it. Yeah. Which one did I not visit? Okay, you ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. Three. Yeah, I don't know. One. Ooh, you're both wrong. Alex guessed South Carolina. Danielle guessed Arizona. The answer is Virginia. I've never been to Virginia, but I've been really? to all oh. the other states. Interesting. I've been to more states than that, too, but those are just some that I named. Okay, here's a really fun one, which <laughs> I don't think either of you guys are going to get, okay. uh, but it's going to be a fun question. That makes me what, feel better, actually. <laughs> what is my favorite Panic at the Disco song off their first album? <laughs> I know one song off their first album, yo. I think it's their first album. Oh my gosh. So I'm just going to write that one. So like, this is such an impossible thing to know about anyone, but that's why I'm like, it's a fun question. Because we're all Panic! at the Disco fans here. No, I'm not nearly as a diehard as you two are. But still. Okay, you guys ready? And I feel like this hopefully is on their first album or else you guys are going to be upset with me. Imagine. Right. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. I'm not writing out the whole Okay, thing. they're both on the first album. Alex guessed I Write Sins on Tragedies, Danielle Gress, uh, Lying is the Most Fun a Girl Can Have Without Taking Her Clothes Off. Right. Forgot that was on. My favorite song is But It's Better If You Do, which... Oh, that was my second choice. It's such an impossible thing to guess. Both good answers. Um, Alex, actually, amazingly, I hate that song. Really? Yeah, because it's so... Overhyped? So overhyped. Yeah, but good guesses. Okay, this is the last question I have for you guys. Which of these bands have I not seen live? So I'm going to name them off again, so get ready. Fall Out Boy, Rise Against, Linkin Park, Pink, Green Day, or Incubus? I feel like no matter which one I choose, you're going to be mad at me. Why? Like, <laughs> you don't know that I saw them. I told you all about it. And oh, I was like, I have no idea. You see so many things. I'm like, yeah. I don't know which ones you don't like, see. That's not right. a fair question. <laughs> that's I'm, like, I'm like, well, you've seen so question. many. I like one out of the billion that you just named. I mean, it's all a right. hard question. I know. Okay. Ready? Three, yeah. two, one. You both guess Fall Out Boy. That's so funny. That's both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> The one that I haven't seen amazingly is Green Day, even though they were my first favorite band ever. That was my second choice. Oh, didn't you say you were going to buy tickets to that Green Day thing and then you never did because then COVID happened? Yep. Oh my God. And I totally knew that. Yeah. I just told you that like two days ago too. I know. It just left my brain. Oh, well. Overall, I think you guys actually tied. 
amazingly because like Danielle got the early ones correct and then you got the later one like the 2017 and the um that second one correct which one was the second one your wedding date yeah my wedding date so wow it looks like I have some uh real diehard friend sister people who know me (laughs) (laughs) okay well anyways that brings us to the conclusion of the pod Thanks, Danielle, for being on. Um, I know, obviously, you have a podcast coming out soon. It's not quite out yet, but do you want to maybe trailer, like, preview to our listeners what it's going to be about? Sure. Um, So my podcast is going to be called The Moonlit Hour. I'm on it with my best friend, Paula, and my friend, Leah. Uh, We're mostly just talking about mental health and our journey to becoming 30 and just what we've learned along our way. Um, Not to be serious, just a lot of mental health stuff because we've all gone to therapy and just talking about what we've all learned because we're healthier people now in our 30s than we were before. So yeah, that's pretty much it. That's my podcast. Um, I think we have like an Instagram that is starting up. It's very new. So that's why I'm not very familiar with all this stuff, but it is uh, at the moonlit hour and it's all underscore. So follow us if you like. Well, there you have it, guys. Their podcast will be coming out shortly, but check them out on Instagram. Thanks for joining us and we will see you guys next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you.